Oh, when you hear that music on a Monday, you know it's time for Dave Spano, President and CEO of Annex Wealth Management. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. Welcome back. Yes, good to be back. Yes, sir. Been a while since I talked to you. Yeah, I can't wait to hear about the trip. I will. You. you and I will sit down and we'll have a uh, a beverage. Glass of, of vino. Yes, gotta drink so much wine on that trip. But that's not what we're here. Manja, to manja. Yeah, and all manja, of that manja. too. Great thing about that though, hmm. didn't gain any weight. All that walking. Because you did so much walking. I yes, suppose. eight miles a day yeah. on average. All right. Yeah. So Dave Spano. Yes. Yes, sir. Lots of conversation about this government potential government shutdown looming. What should investors slash retirees slash anybody interested in the performance of the markets be thinking about right now? Well, right now, there's about a 75% chance that that is going to happen. And, of course, people's eyebrows go up. And, you know, just a little bit of mechanics that, that's, that happens is the House could present a bill and then send it to the Senate. And, of course, the Senate could say no. Or the Senate could come back with what's called a CR, continuing resolution, and send it back. And the House could reject it. And that means sometime on October 1st, they would shut down the government. So what does that mean? Everyone freaks out at that point. We've seen many, many of these in the past. Really, it is about you know, how people feel about the economy and, of course, investor sentiment. That is really the biggest debate because there's so much going on besides just the government shutdown. But does it change the sentiment? Do people stop spending because of that? That's the real question. All right. So while that's going on, everybody looking at the Fed, they've talked about potentially a, a rate increase before the end of the year. Do they hold steady? Do they have a rate increase? What do you see? Well, you know, I was surprised uh, how hawkish they were from the meeting last week. You know, we expected them to do nothing. That was pretty obvious. But then there's these things that are called the dot plots, which is these 19 governors of the Fed saying what they think they're going to do. We're starting to call these the dart plots instead because they're just throwing them against the wall. They, you know, we, they have not been good indicators of what they're going to do. The Fed certainly doesn't want inflation to continue, but you know, what we have said and what I've said to you for now almost six months is higher for longer. What that means is that rates are going to stay higher for longer. They're not going to turn around and start to lower those anytime soon as long as inflation still is going on. Even though it's getting better, uh, we still see inflation. You know, since the you know, last 24 months, you know, prices are up nearly 20%. And energy, you know, near $100 a barrel, that certainly causes uh, everyone who fills up their tank, you know, to, to get to gets their attention. And Dave, uh, I know that you keep your eyes on what is happening in the news. So we're just talking about the Fed. How about the Federal Bureau of Economic Analysis. It's Thursday. They're going to publish their numbers for the GDP. I assume you're keeping an eye on that. And what does that mean for the rest of us? Yeah, so the GDP number, as long as it's positive, it means that we don't have a recession. The, the widely accepted definition of a recession is two back-to-back -back quarters of negative GDP contraction. Uh, that is not what is being forecast right now. In fact, it was 3% the last quarter, so that's a long ways away does do things start to slow down? That's really the question. Still, there is less supply of labor than there is demand. And that, of course, is, is frustrating the, the Fed because they thought that raising interest rates so significantly from zero to five and a half percent would slow that down. But there still is more uh, opportunities than there are workers, and that's going to continue for the foreseeable future. This one comes right from the text line. We're talking to Dave Spano, Annex Wealth Management on WTMJ Now. Do you anticipate a short-term slowing of the economy economy because of those with student debt resuming payments thus suddenly suddenly having less disposable income than in recent years 
Yes, yes. I mean, there's no that just makes sense. Yeah, of course. And so, you know, there's going to be a slowing, and, you know, people who had that money are going to have to spend it in a different way or, of course, pay down some of this debt. So there will be a slowing. So a combination of that, that's an excellent question, along with all of these rate raises intended to slow the economy, you know, and they have a lag in effect. The interesting part, it's going to happen right into an election, Steve, and that's really going to be what people are going to have to pay attention to. You see right now what's happening with the strikes. We had one, of course, uh, we had one, one resolved with the filmmakers, but of course the UAW is burying their their heels in. So we'll see if that has a long-lasting uh, effect as well. So yes, we're we're starting to see the signs of a slowing. Does it turn into negative GDP in the first quarter? Uh, is really the question. Dave Spano joining us. Uh, this one, I, I I was thinking about this, and I've asked you a, a variation on the theme of this question before, but 2024 politically is off the charts crazy, and we haven't gotten there yet. What what could happen? Does chaos in the political climate, political environment, always correlate necessarily to a chaotic economy? Or sometimes is there a buffer or a filter? There there is a filter, and just think about what's happening. We're talking about a government shutdown next week. We've got, of course, both presidential candidates going and visiting these striking unions. You've got, of course, uh, the Republicans are beginning the impeachment of the president. I mean, they're, they're looking at this. They're talking about Hunter Biden. And, of course, they're, they're going to have to have a bipartisan uh, a bill to bring the government shutdown for, to, to a resolution. So there's so much of that, and it goes back to this question that you're asking, sentiment. How do people feel about their jobs? How do feel people feel about the economy? Because that drives a two-thirds of GDP comes from consumer spending. So if you think you're going to use, lose your job or you see your neighbor lose their job and you go, well, we're going to have to you know, not spend as much, we're going to have to change our spending patterns, that is how recessions happen. One more for you before I let you go. Dave Spano, um, any suggestions for investors slash retirees to be thinking about as we head to the final quarter of 2023? Yeah, that's a great question, Steve. You know, there's, there's earnings that are coming up, and as we begin the fourth quarter, earnings are expected to be fair to better. And so that is not only going to get in this fourth quarter, but the first and second quarter, you know, you talk about earnings comparisons. Where we were from a year ago, those comparisons are going to get easier. And that means the stock market is going to look more appealing as we go into the beginning of the year. So, you know, I would certainly wouldn't run for the hills, but it really matters what sectors, and you know, I always talk about know what you own and why you own it. Some sectors have done really, really well. For example, technology, energy, and some have not. Utilities, for example. So, you know, how your portfolio is comprised is really important. And moving just a little bit, turning that steering wheel just a little bit left and right will allow some of these sectors to really perform better in your portfolio. And that's why know what you own, why you own it, and how much you're paying for it. Lastly, if I can, just do a quick uh, a quick uh, talk about these upcoming events. We've got a number of them coming up. Uh, it's called Navigating the Markets, and of course those are coming up one Tuesday, and then we have two next week, October 3rd and October 5th, one in Madison, one in Brookfield. So uh, they're coming up. If you're interested, you can go to AnnexWealth.com and sign up. Yeah, absolutely. I've participated in some of these things. If you want a nice interactive, welcoming way to kind of view some of these big decision moments in your life and, and think about the future when it comes to finance and where the country's going, these are those moments, and, and they offer these things occasionally, and these are really worth the time that you spend with Annex Wealth Management. We've got a great team there, and, of course, Danny Clayton, which I always tell you, that's he's the best in the business. I'm just giving him love because I know he's around there. 
But he's he is, he's standing next to me, but of course <laughs> our presentations, is. yeah. So I'm going to be there, and Dr. Brian Jacobson, our chief economist, are going to make that presentation. So if you want to come and have ask some questions, feel free to sign up. Absolutely. Dave Spano, always enjoy the conversation. Host of Money Talk on Saturday mornings at WTMJ, and of course, every Monday, 1035, right here on WTMJ Now. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. All right, Stephen Sandy, we've got a lot more to do on hour 15 left of the show. Got a fun thing in the 11 o'clock hour. So I don't always do this on my listener trips, but I put together a nice little feature because some of the voices are amazing in Italy and some of the experiences. And you'll hear from some of our listeners. And Rose Gray is actually one of our great partners at WTMJ. She's also heard on Saturday mornings, right? Fox World Travel. She's going to join us in studio. And one of our listeners, a special guest listener, is going to join us in the 11 o'clock hour. So fun, fun, fun coming in your Monday schedule. We're not going anywhere. We'll be back after this.